Hey everyone, welcome to The Withering Effect, episode 83. Today's date is February 21st, 2021, and I am Duds, or Duds versus known to the rest of the interwebs. And I am Jimbo, you may know me as Jimbo Slice 23 and uh, oh, I was going to say the date. You said the date. <laughs> it's still early, I, you know, it's early for me. I woke up a little late. I just finished flossing in the pre-show. That's how early it is. That's how prepared I was. But, uh... We'll get into what you've done this week. Uh, you mean other than gripe about shorts and poles? Yeah, other than that. <laughs> People wondering, we have a pre-show for patrons. I think it's a dollar a month, and you get to listen to the pre- and post-show and all that good jazz. And we were discussing YouTube shorts and poles and how creative mode makes me sick to my stomach and all that good jazz. But what I've worked on this week is a new build episode. So that'll be episode two. Uh, it's going to be an A-frame house because I've done a couple of those this season, which is pretty weird. Mm -hmm. And I really like that style of house. So I was like, if I were to do my Spawn Town A-frame over again, how would I do it? And that's kind of what I'm doing now. It's looking pretty cool. The problem is voiceover work. I didn't realize how hard that was going to be. Mm -hmm. I did the video, and I'm like, I'm just going to watch the video, hit Audacity, record, and talk while the video is playing, and then I can line it up, and then we'll be good. Oh, the time lapse is six or so minutes, which is fine if you're doing a voiceover, but it's like I found myself just rambling, and I'm trying to keep up to a time lapse that's running at eight speed. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my, it's going too fast. <laughs> I need... So what I need to do is I need to re one, redo everything because it's it's horrible to like just pick out the important stuff from the time lapse to talk about and basically shut my mouth when there's nothing important. And then obviously, whenever the time lapse is done, go over the more finer details that I didn't talk about that. Yeah. Other than that, I've worked on designing a villager trading hall because I want a villager breeder attached to it. Mm. Which is a little difficult, but not too bad. The room size is so large, though, because I wanted a lot of detail and I wanted it to feel lively and stuff like that. So I'm having to refigure out where to put it in my base because living under the ocean comes with problems, as you might guess. Yeah, I've been there. What have you been up to this week? I got a lot of progress on my base, actually. I have the third tower built. I don't know if I had it built by the time we did the last episode, but it's built all the way now. Actually, in my episode, I started to put down the sea lanterns. I actually finished that last night where the fog effect's going to be around the towers. That is going to look pretty cool. Still up in the air about the carpet layout below the glass. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people would do like a solid color with the fog effect. Now I have bedrock. This is on the bedrock level. So the bedrock and the sea lanterns are you know, on the same same level. And uh, I'm carpeting all the sea lanterns and leaving the bedrock exposed, hoping for like a different look or a different effect. Mm -hmm. The bedrock's a little sharp. It ends up, I don't know, it's it's a lot clearer than I thought through the fog. I wanted it to be more foggy. <laughs> Didn't get that yeah. complete fog effect, but you could still see the fog effect. So uh, I think I'm going to go like uh, cyan carpets over top of the bedrock. It still should give it a little detail and a different kind of look and um i can't do everything before i put the glass in i gotta make sure one side's done so i don't repeat if i want to change anything i don't want to change 
everything. I'm going to do this little section until I'm happy with it, and then move on to the big sections once it's finalized. Yeah. Definitely suggest that. But uh, yeah, this, this base is so massive. And uh, next up, I have to build a wool farm and a dye farm. And I built a wool farm before with one sheep, so I don't know if that counts. It was just one sheep. Is in a single-player survival mode type of deal. Mm -hmm. And I've never built a dye farm, but I've seen a couple tutorials. I'm not going to follow a tutorial. It doesn't look too hard, so I'm going to see what I can come up with in creative. Yeah. So stay tuned for that on uh, an episode coming up, because that should be pretty entertaining. Yeah, just know on dye farms, observers are your friend. Yeah, they're my friends. They're my friends anyway. We're not enemies. We're friends. Yeah, we're we're buddies. But yeah, that's about it for my week, I'm pretty sure. All right. Should we go ahead and jump into the news? Because we, we do have a bit of snapshot news. Yeah, we got a pretty nice snapshot. I'm going to let you take the first section this week. Okay. Start with the changes. Tweaks and updates to the world, to world generation and ores. Changes to visuals and some ores and stone types. Reordered redstone tab in creative inventory. Hmm, didn't know about that one. Mm -hmm. World generation. Tweaked huge caves to be more rare and decreased the chances that caves will be filled with water. Changed ore generation to match new world height and add more strategy to mining. Tweak size and positioning of diorite, andesite, and granite generation. Uh, exception diorite and granite and dirt no longer generate below Y0. Strongholds are now mostly encased in stone. That's a good one. Mineshaft. Corridors are now supported by log pillars below and chains above when needed. Mm -hmm. We saw a little bit of that on the other snapshot, but not the chains. That's a new thing. Right. And uh, I actually mentioned this before. The redstone tab has been reordered to prioritize high use blocks. That's in the creative menu. So the big thing out of this was the tweaking of ore generation. Yeah. They've added a little chart, which honestly was a little hard to read. Not so much in the way they formatted it. The format was fine. It was just every time I tried to zoom in to read the text, mm. it just got blurry. I could never get a high quality image where I could zoom in to read the text. Yeah. I don't have supervision or anything like that. So it was a little hard to read what they were writing, but you kind of get the gist of it. The big thing everyone was pointing out was the emerald. Yeah. Uh, section, because the higher up in the world you got, all the way up to 256, the emeralds just got more and more and more. <laughs> it's like one of the biggest blobs on this chart. Mm -hmm. And everyone's making a huge deal out of it. I'm like, this is their first iteration. They haven't included cliffs and stuff into the game yet. Yeah. I'm going to assume this isn't the way it's going to be. Yeah, see, I wouldn't mind it being that abundant up high. We, we know they spawn in mountains, the emeralds, mountain biomes. It would give you more reason to go to the mountains if there's emeralds. And again, emeralds are pretty abundant nowadays with pillager raid farms and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know if they should yeah. change it. Kind of like it like that. Gives you a reason to go there. The other thing is iron was also quite high up in the mountain. That's true. It's all the way up there. And of course, coal. And coal. And again, we're having to assume this is high up in the mountain because the chart doesn't show any kind of mountainous terrain. Mm-hmm. It shows a bit of hilly terrain. As a matter of fact, I think it is a taiga biome that they're showing. But a lot of people are assuming that because the chart ends at 256, mm -hmm. that that's the height of mountains and cliffs in the new update. 
very well could be. Uh huh. But I obviously won't take any of that until I see it. Yeah. I mean, it could just be the the chart that they have. You know, it only goes up to so far. Yeah. What we do know is that the lower in the world, <laughs> the more goodies you get. Mm hmm. So the big stuff, diamonds, redstone, at least big stuff for me. The lower you get, the more you get, like way more. Mm hmm. I normally go diamond mining at Y11. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I do. It looks, again, I can't read these numbers because the image is so small. I'm trying to, oh, nope, that just made it disappear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the closer you get to bedrock now, it increases. It looks easily by 10 times mm-hmm. the amount of diamonds and redstone you're going to get, which is just insane. It still looks like you can go to Y11. There's still diamonds there. You can still mine there yeah. if you're nervous about going into the deep dark if uh you know early game you don't want to go down there it's too dangerous you can still get your diamonds out we don't know if that's the deep dark yet yeah they've not said that you can only assume we can only assume but we don't, we're not too sure but that's where the diamonds are looks like i, I don't want to say anything and then people correct us mm-hmm. and thing and they're like you were wrong it's like well no, you understand what we're saying the deep dark shallow We know the deep dark's going to be there. We just don't know if it's going to be there all over. Mm -hmm. We don't know if the whole thing will be deep dark or if there's biomes underneath. Yeah. Also, it looks like the copper ores, the best spot to find those are going to be between like Y20 and Y30, Mm -hmm. maybe even all the way up to 40, 50. Yeah, it, it. It kind of generates with the iron, you know, wherever you can find iron, most likely you're going to find copper. Now, below Y0, I don't see any. doesn't look like you're going to find copper that low. No. The only stuff you find below zero is redstone, diamonds, lapis, and gold. Yep. Those are the four. Gold is mainly right at zero, like just a little bit below. Mm Mm-hmm. Like negative 10 seems to be the sweet spot for gold. Yeah, I mean, not too often you're going to go mining for gold anyway. The big thing is coal. Coal, the lower in the world you go, the less likely you likely you are to find it, mm-hmm. which is strange. And it looks like it's got the same as, like, the uh, copper. I don't see it below Y0. Nope. Looks like it stops. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. But compared to the old setup they have above Y0... It looks like uh, redstone might be the only thing that's, like, similar. <laughs> well, no, redstone looks like it took a hit. Yeah, we're taking a hit, if anything, yeah. Yeah, there's not as much redstone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like everything's becoming a little more abundant. Redstone, it either it's either taking a hit or staying the same. You're not going to find as much at Y11 like you did before. You'll find a mm-hmm. little bit more, maybe twice as much more, down at the very bottom. So it's not... a huge difference and i wonder if that has to do with the fact that most people get the redstone from witch farms now yeah that's that's where i'm getting mine i don't even have to mine it uh but that's it for the ore generation and all that stuff i'm trying to think if there's anything else big i like the idea of chains holding up mine shafts that's cool Mm -hmm. uh diorite and granite they're they're doing some tweakings with that which i like because when you if you were to cut the world and look at it, diorite and granite just looks so bad. Hmm. And especially in these new cave generations that are supposed to look extremely pretty. So I like how they're tweaking with that. I wish they would tweak a little bit more. I watched a video on sim- on this with Simply Sark. 
and he talked about maybe having like a designated granite mine and a designated diorite uh, cave, stuff like that. And I really like that idea. Yeah. It would fit pretty well. Yeah, kind of similar to like the amethyst geodes, how they have their own section. Yeah, but obviously on a much larger scale. Yeah. The andesite seems to be the only thing generating below Y0. Doesn't look like the granite or diorite can generate down there. Andesite is more stone looking. But yeah, it seems like andesite is a little more abundant than diorite and granite nowadays. And I'm definitely okay with that. Yeah. Once you get below Y0, andesite is the only ite mm-hmm. down there. There's there's only another ite. new block down there that we're saving for after this. We'll, we'll talk about that in here in a minute. It's not an ite. Yeah, yeah it's not an ite. Um, somebody retextured the stalactites and stalagmites and created an ice cave. Ooh, I saw that. Right? It did not, not look cool. It's like, I hope mm-hmm. that's one of the new caves. Yeah. That'd be so cool. And you could give it like the same properties, like those ice. Well, I guess it wouldn't drip lava in that case. It might drip water <laughs> if it was just an yeah. ice spike. But yeah, you can give it the same properties as the uh, stalagmites or stalag. What are they called? Dripstone. They're dripstone. Yeah. You can give it the same properties. Um, It looks, uh, I can't say easy, you know, but it looks very similar to the other ones. Mm-hmm. It, you think it would just be like a texture change. But yeah, ice caves sounds great, especially awesome. in like a snowy biome. Uh-huh. I think King B Dog said, you know, they thought of this. This isn't like they haven't thought of that. So maybe, hopefully, they're still thinking about it. Because I, I would like to see some icy caves. Yeah, we'll have to hang on. They haven't really, other than lush caves, we have not really seen any cave biomes yet. Mm-hmm. A little, well, a little bit of the dripstone, but I don't think it was, was that a generation biome or did someone build those biomes? Those were hand built. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Anyways, on to the big thing for the snapshot, at least for me. Pretty big. This is what has me excited for 117 finally, and it's Grimstone. Yeah. Not to get confused with Brimstone. It's Grimstone. When I first heard it, I went, Brimstone, what? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> lots of new blocks, and I'm going to run through them as quick as I can, and then we can talk about it. So we have Grimstone Slab, Grimstone Stairs, Grimstone Wall, Polished Grimstone, Polished Grimstone Slabs, Polished Grimstone Stairs, Polished Grimstone Wall, Grimstone Bricks, bricks uh, Grimstone Bricks Slab, Grimstone Brick Stairs, Grimstone Brick Wall. Grimstone tiles, Grimstone tile slab, Grimstone tile slab stairs, Grimstone tile wall, chiseled Grimstone. You did say Grimstone tile slab stairs or stair slabs or something like that one time. It was funny. Doesn't matter. Mojang <laughs> listened and they know not to put new blocks in the game without giving us every version, it feels like. Because <laughs> they're going to hear slabs and stairs the entire time. Mm-hmm. Of course, we don't have chiseled grimstone slabs and stairs. Just saying. Yeah, I don't know how you would get slabs and stairs out of that, though. It is a unique-looking block. Yeah. It almost, it looks like a shulker box, in my opinion. I know how you could do the slab, and that would be to make the upper and lower 
look like the side. Yeah. So as if you were to take the chiseled block and cut it vertically instead of horizontally, mm-hmm. you'd have to rotate the texture around and stuff like that. Because normally if you were to do two slabs together, it completes the block. And I imagine if they were to do that to a chiseled, which chisels, chisels don't have stairs and slabs in general, mm-hmm. but you would have to make that texture just the bottom half of that block. So I could understand why we don't get those. Yeah. I would like them to go back and look at slabs. So the smooth stone slab, you know how Mm -hmm. if you stack it on top of it, you don't get that smooth full texture. That's like the only one I can think of, actually. Right. I would like all the other slabs to be a lot like that. I'd be okay with that. Sometimes you want that look. Right. And you can't like, you can't put two different slabs in one block. That would be nice, you know, put a smooth stone and a regular stone together in one block. Can't do that. Right. But then, again, because they come together, you can't do that half slab look where they're on top of each other unless they're the same block. And in that case, it becomes a full block. That That's just something I'd look at. I know there's texture packs that already do this. Hmm. Didn't know that. On Ripple, most of us prefer to stay as close to vanilla textures as possible. Mm-hmm. Because you want everyone you're playing with to see what you're seeing. Right. All the Grimstone textures, by the way, I love. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? <sighs> no. The tiles are really cool. I would say the tiles. But regular Grimstone is also just really nice. It's a nice change up. It feels sharp compared to Cobblestone, which is always a rounded texture. Mm-hmm. And it feels more black. We had Blackstone, but as Carl likes to say, it's purple <laughs> in that tone of voice and stuff. And I agree with him. If you, Blackstone looks really good next to Obsidian and Crying Obsidian because it does have a bit of a purple hue to it. And it looks like this Grimstone does not have any of that. If anything, it has a bit of a more dark gray hue. Yeah. Which makes it a very versatile block, which is what we have a lot of grays in the game. So the fact that now we have a black that has a ton of variants that actually works with the grays a lot better than the Blackstone did, I'm super excited for that. Yeah, I don't mind the Blackstone. I actually like the Blackstone. Yeah, I do too. This Grimstone goes right between the Blackstone and the stone. Like you can, the, the what sucks is I've built this, these huge towers mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't have a block to fade from the blackstone to the cobble. I'm thinking, you know, what what block goes between that? You know, is there a block between it? Do I have to fade from there to there? You have, uh, uh, what is it, basalt. Mm-hmm. And basalt only comes in basalt or polished basalt. You don't have the texture that I need. The bottom and top textures, I guess, would work a little bit. But uh, yeah, this the grimstone is perfect for my towers, and I don't have them yet. Yeah. And I really want to get my hands on them because it'd be so much easier to blend and it would look so much better. Well, I mean, it's welcome to the world of building a base just for an update to come that may, that would make your base 10 times better. Yeah. I, I felt that happen two or three times. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what? Come on now. Yeah, but I really like those tiles. It's different. We don't see any other tile blocks. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully we get to see a little bit more. I really like this. I do too. Sorry, getting out of yawn. 
It, it is early in the morning still for us. Also, like Blackstone, Grimstone can be used to craft basic tools, furnaces, and brewing stands. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who would want to waste great Grimstone on basic tools and furnaces and stuff, but mm-hmm. the good news is once you get below zero, it seems like it's all basically Grimstone, stone, and andesite. I don't even know if it's really stone. I don't think there is. I don't think they have that. But I do know that, a note, uh, Grimstone is a little harder to mine than stone. It doesn't insta-mine mm-hmm. as of right now, so yeah, can't go down there and just insta-mine it. But it is pretty abundant. Yeah, so it's kind of like early game. You kind of want to get back down to, you know, Y11, do a little bit of mining. And when you finally get a good pickaxe, you want to enchant to get efficiency 5 on. Mm-hmm. That's when you should go down into the Grimstone and do some mining. See, not me. I'll be too curious. I like spelunking. <laughs> I'll find my way down there, and uh, I probably won't find my way back out. Well, and that's one thing with these caves. There are a lot of people are saying, you know how if you get lost in a cave formation now, you just pillar straight up mm-hmm. and you get out that way. A lot of people are saying now with how far they are, how far below ground you go, pillaring straight up isn't much of an option anymore. Huh. I don't see why it wouldn't be, but if you're pillaring up a mountain that goes all the way to 256. Yeah, that might be true. Yeah, and to water level, it's, what, 128 blocks from water level all the way to bedrock. So you got a pillar pretty high to get out of those caves mm-hmm. to reach the surface. That might be why they're saying that. Maybe. Uh, some of the things that have also changed with this update is the ore visual visuals uh words Mm -hmm. so ores without unique shapes have been given new textures for accessibility reasons so that each ore is distinguishable by shape alone so people who are colorblind stuff have trouble telling what ore is what right now each ore is going to get their own shape i think the only ore that didn't change was diamond Mm -hmm. basically just for the nostalgia factor so there's that also the ores when you get below zero and you get to the grimstone will no longer have a stone texture with them it'll be a grimstone texture with the ores inside of it so more blending per se Mm -hmm. now i don't think they implemented the grimstone ores yet not yet but i've seen pictures yeah they do have pictures looks pretty cool yeah also blackstone polished blackstone bricks cracked polystone bricks have all had minor texture touch-ups but nothing crazy. I honestly can't tell much in the way they've been touched up. I think someone says they don't look as noisy. Well, that's nice. But it's hard to tell. Yeah. I, I saw a picture that said, here's the pre-version and here's the new version. And I basically felt like that office meme where I go, they're the same picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they look they look the same to me. Very hard to tell the difference. For all I know, that was probably somebody making fun of how little they changed and really just put two of the same pictures next to each other <laughs> just to mess with me. Yeah, maybe. It's always a possibility. Uh, should we go ahead and jump into listener comments? Uh, Yeah, I think that's it for the news. Mm-hmm. So this comment is from Chief Big Bear. They ask, do you guys think Mojang will ever add better options to the overworld in terms of campaigning? I would love to see villages with much better loot, maybe almost that of a bastion but also much better defended. Maybe they could have a militia or maybe villagers that would attack the player if the player began to to raid slash attack the village. It would also be really cool if 
or really cool to see hostile villages maybe populated with pillagers that could be a fun challenge for in-game players currently the best options for in-game campaigning slash raiding are bastions in the nether and the end cities and i would love to see better options in the overworld thank you chief big bear so what do you think jimbo two things i like are villages do need a little bit of defense you know usually you think someone in that village could help defend against zombies that spawn every single night. I was thinking maybe, if anything, at least a fence. Put a fence around the freaking thing. Mm -hmm. They can still spawn inside of there. You know, I could see that. Yeah, I don't... It'd be cool to see a villager fight back, but I don't think it's going to be implemented. But I think a fence or something to help keep out all the riffraff would help. And uh, I like the uh, idea of pillager villages mm -hmm. be cool to see different villages like an enemy village now you do have the the pillager outpost it's kind of different i guess they don't it's technically not a village it's one one thing mm -hmm. i don't know I, I would like to see pillager villages i think that sounds pretty cool i'm not not big into the better loot i feel like it's easy to get to a village you deserve easy loot i think you got a little backwards or i did I don't think they were so much worried about defending villages now. Even though I agree with you, I would like to see a fence or at least a partial fence around the village. Mm -hmm. And that could be an easy way to let new players understand that, hey, your job is to protect this place at night or during a raid or something. Okay, he means defended by the villages, villagers. Yeah, he doesn't want to defend the village. He wants to raid the village and attack and pillage and all that stuff. Okay. I, I don't see minecraft doing much like that uh, mainly because there's other games that do it better i i think valheim as of right now that's the big game taken off that looks really cool yeah has stuff like that like the, you said we do have bastions and in cities those are hostile worlds whereas the overworld is not so much a hostile world even though it has hostile elements mm-hmm so I don't really see much going on. I would like to see Pillager Outposts maybe get a buff and an upgrade because right now they just feel meh. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is that Minecraft is such a blank canvas that more seasoned players feel like everything's just too easy and not fully thought out. Where I think Mojang is fully thinking out. It's just they want you to be the one to create the palette all that stuff. I'm trying to work. My brain's not functioning today. But no, I don't think uh, Mojang will do something like that because one, other games do it better. And two, it just doesn't feel Minecraft for them to put you in a story-based situation. That's a story that you didn't yourself create, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I don't think they'll be adding anything like that. I think the overworld has plenty to loot. I understand what now what he meant about, you know, attacking the village or raiding the village. Mm -hmm. What would be considered a raid or an attack? Maybe you're just visiting, you know? Yeah. Would it be once you go inside the fence, would the raid bar pop up against villagers? And then you'd have to kill the villagers, maybe? You know, that wouldn't be cool, I guess. You're just visiting. You would just want to borrow some sugar. And they're yeah. coming at you with swords and axes. So, yeah, that definitely have to think about that. And let's not forget about the Iron Golems, who early game can one-shot you. Oh, yeah. Send you flying. Mm-hmm. Pretty deadly. Yeah, that would definitely need ironing out, that idea. Mm-hmm. 
Better loot is something I have always requested, and we will talk about that in a little bit later, because that comes up in our Mending Minecraft segment. But I agree it would be fun to have a raiding element where you can campaign against villages and stuff like that. I don't think you're going to find it from Mojang. I think they're kind of okay with the overworld as is doing some upgrades. You do have the Deep Dark, which is coming, which will add a whole new aspect of danger and mysteriousness to the game, which is very cool. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Honestly, I would recommend having a server that has that as a thing. I know there's a couple of servers where they had forts and you would have forts attacking each other and stuff, trying to steal valuables. Huh. A lot of time it was something stupid like a banner. It's the golden banner. Whoever has it rules the area. So whoever had the golden banner was constantly under attack. And you'd have to play by certain rules. Like you're not allowed to take a pickaxe to the wood walls or stone walls or something like mm -hmm. that. You can't dig your way through. You have to fight your way through. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'd look for some, a server like that. And there are plenty of those servers. Yeah, that does, does sound fun. Thanks for that, Chief Big Bear. That comment was from our Discord, and our Discord is the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take High Hope's word for it. What's going on, everybody? I'm High Hopes, and I'd love for you to come and hang out on our Discord. Whether it's taking part in our weekly vote, Mending Minecraft, sharing ideas for the game, or just chatting with other fans of the show, the Withering Effect Discord has something for everyone. Join today by following the link in the show notes. Thanks for the Discord at High Hopes. Speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in the Mending Minecraft vote. This week we ask you to choose between one of three structures for us to discuss and approve. Your choices were in-city, woodland mansion, and shipwreck. Structures was the word I was thinking of. Man, I couldn't think of it. <laughs> so the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Woodland Mansion. I kind of figured that. I was kind of rooting for the Woodland Mansion. I had my money on N-City. I, I lost there. Yeah. Well, N-City had 22. Woodland Mansion had 34. And Shipwreck with 10. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the third option has never won yet. Don't know. Carl was telling me that. And then this week, the third option hasn't won yet. Now now that you've said that, though, next week, yeah. the third option, guaranteed to win no matter what it is. Third, third's going to get some love. Um, I got a few things here about the Woodland Mansion. Uh, Woodland Mansion is a massive, systematically generated structure found only in Dark Forest and their hill variants. A mansion is inhabited by evokers and vindicators. Mansions typically generate far from spawn point, often appearing thousands of blocks away. They can be located with woodland explorer maps, which are obtained from cartographer villagers. Any woodland mansion contains many types of rooms, but because the layout is randomly generated, some rooms, some room types may not be present. Also may include secret rooms. Like most randomly generated structures, woodland mansions can be found more frequently in a world using large biome world types. So if you want to see more of those, generate your world with large biomes. And that's about it. Yeah, I want to put it out there. One, I've never conquered a mansion by myself before. Ooh. 
and I've really, ne- I would never consider myself have con- conquered a mansion in general, period, even with people. I know I've gone in there and I know I stole a couple Johnnies and that was it. Yeah. Never really conquered a mansion. It's exhilarating. Well, th- there was a couple reasons. One, let's start with the fact that they are very rare. Yes. And they're not close. Not close. Gotta go far. You gotta go far. Unless you're lucky and your world has one in its spawn, which does sometime happen. Yeah. But if we want to talk about some of the downfalls of the mansion, was most of the time all I ever hear about Woodland Mansions is people traveling thousands of blocks to find one just to find that the mansion was sitting on a lava pool and now burned down. Yeah. Oh, man. That's happened to me a few times. I don't know if that's ever been fixed, but that's an issue that honestly should be fixed immediately. Kind of stinks. The second issue I have with Woodland Mansions, other than the mansion itself and the Johnnies inside, I say Johnnies, Vindicators that you can rename to Johnny mm-hmm. to get to kill basically anything for you. The loot's not worth anything in there. Yep. You have the structure itself, which is really cool. Uh, and you have the Vindicators, which you can basically turn to do your bidding, which is kind of cool. But other than that, there's no reason to go there looking for armor, weapons, or tools, or anything like that. I think the best thing I saw in there was a diamond block. And because it's a randomly generated structure, that doesn't guarantee that's going to spawn there. Mm. And it's like, it would probably take you less time to dig down to Y11 and find nine diamond ores before it would take you to go to a woodland mansion and find a diamond block in there. Yeah, don't go for the diamonds. If you're going to go... Yeah, it can't be for that diamond block. Um, even like emeralds, you know, stuff that's valuable, totems. Yeah, there's raid farms now. You don't have to go there and get those anymore. Exactly, and a raid farm is way easier to build. Mm-hmm. And safer, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot safer. So those were the issues I was coming up with when trying to fix woodland mansions. I say fix, and this is where I came to the better loot I was talking about. Again, this is something I bring up all the time. I think Minecraft should do because I think it's an awesome idea and it would actually work out pretty well here. So in one of the rooms, imagine having, you know how above fireplaces, you'll see the two cross swords Mm -hmm. or whatever. What if like that was a room and that sword had like sharpness nine on it? Yeah. It's like, well, you can't get that enchantment. You have to find this sword or whatever. So Doing special tools and weapons like that, maybe a pickaxe with Fortune 6 on it. Mm -hmm. Extremely overpowered, but because you can't do the enchantment in real life, you have to go out and you have to find this thing, and it's a randomized generation, so it's not a guarantee you're going to get something like that. But it's definitely worth going there for just that one item. Right. Right, so I think Woodland Mansions would work very well in the quote-unquote better loot idea i have also carl mentioned last night maybe have a unique music disc like the bastions do yeah yeah that'd be nice can we get some uh woodland dubstep mm-hmm. some vindicator step yeah some... <laughs> uh, was it johnny throwdown yeah another idea i had was since caves are coming in 117 maybe woodland mansions should have a randomly jaded, generated room that gives an access to a cave 
kind of like the Batcave. Ooh, okay. Thought that was kind of cool. Like a superhero lived there. Yeah, it, and it doesn't have to look like the Batcave. It could just be you break this random bookshelf, and then there's a drop shaft that leads to a just a regular cave. But like that's the Easter egg. It's the fact that they're mm. referencing Batman without referencing Batman. Okay. Another idea I had, which I thought was really cool. So you look at all these caves, and one of the things a lot of people are pointing out now, that dungeon spawners just don't fit in this new cave generation. They look odd. They look super plain and everything like that. What if a woodland mansion came with spawners in it now? Yeah, I, we know of the spider spawner. Well, and I, I don't mean just a certain type of spawner. I mean mm. all spawners. Like any. A blaze spawner. Ah. A, a uh, what, what's the squishy mob now that has a new spawner in the nether? Magma cream. Or not magma cream. Magma cube. Magma cube. That's it. Yeah. What if one of those spawners was in the uh, mansion? Granted, I'm now naming two fire mobs in a building that I said should stop burning down. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you get the point. You put something interesting in there, uh, maybe that could be a cool way to get an overworld spawner and stuff in there. My next thought was a Ravager pen. Ooh, that's different. Yeah. They don't have horses. They got Ravagers. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's do a Ravager pen. And uh, my final coup de gras would be the corrupt iron golem. Mm. So it's basically just a normal iron golem, except it always thinks that you punched it. Mm, it's a dirty. He's a dirty golem. Dirty golem. Maybe he's made out of grimstone. Instead of iron or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it'd definitely be a different look. Yeah. Not a lot of changes to the Woodland Mansion per se. I actually kind of like the design of them because they're plain without being too plain. So it still gives you the ability to build on top of it if you want to make that your home. Uh, the fact that they're so rare is kind of cool and you can kind of play with that, especially if you're wanting to do the loot and stuff I talked about. Mm-hmm. And they're unique. They're unique builds, and they introduced pillagers to us. So I don't want to take them all the way away from their origins. But I thought these changes could fit without breaking Woodland Mansions. The spawners, that might be a little too much, but, you know, I, I, I tried. Yeah. There was a, there's a comment by J-Man. He mentioned, uh, what if there was a significantly smaller Woodland Mansion? That would spawn more frequently than the larger variants. It would just have like you know four or five rooms in it instead of the whole mansion. I thought that was a pretty neat idea. It probably wouldn't have the loot like the big mansion, but it would. Uh, it'd be more common. You run into them a little bit more. My only thought would be that it would take away from the mystique of the woodland mansion because you just don't find a woodland mansion. For the most part, you have to be hunting. Yeah. To find one. Yeah, you're not going to run into one. People who are getting ready to tell me, well, I found one. It's like, yes, you can randomly find them. And I know that's mm -hmm. it's not that, but the majority of players just don't stumble across a Woodland Mansion. Yeah. And I, I was, I'm always into more structures. I would like to see more structures. And I think a little Woodland Mansion's just a random one. Every other uh, dark wood forest would be pretty cool to run into. More structures is always a good thing. And I know Mojang wants to keep the palette clean. They want the blank, blank slate for you to create your own story. Mm. I wouldn't mind a few more structures. I don't know about a timely woodland mansion. 
I would rather it be a different structure. Yeah, it wouldn't be a mansion. It'd be a woodland house in that case. Yeah, maybe a uh, cottage of some sort. Yeah, but then again, you you got your your uh, what is it? Pillager outpost. You got your outpost. Yeah. So that's kind of like their little mansion right there. Yeah. Actually, it's different mobs, pillagers. I guess vindicators and folkers are pillagers. I don't know what are those guys. <laughs> they all look alike. I'd like to see campsites be something as a structure to randomly pop up. Yeah. I think we might see something like that in the archaeology stuff that's going to happen. But random campsite structures to me would be awesome. I keep forgetting about the whole archaeology thing. There's been so many things <laughs> Mojang's been feeding us. Stuff that mm -hmm. we didn't see in the beginning that we're getting really excited about. And here you don't even, you don't have this big feature yet. Like, they still got to give you this. Right. On top of all that. Mm-hmm. Kind of curious of how deep those will go now, because we have so much uh, <laughs> yeah. room underneath of us. I don't think they're going to go very deep. I think it's going to be like 10 blocks at most. Yeah. It looks like it's dug out already from the what we've seen. Mm-hmm. You've got to dig out the ones that need, what, brushed? That's right. they got to give you a... you still got a brush to bring in the game. Yeah, I'm more curious about the textures of the pots and stuff like that to see what they're going to look like. I'm not too excited about it, but at the same time, we're starting to see more stuff that we had no clue about in the cave update. And I was the first one to say, it's like, well, the cave update wasn't for me. Deep Dark looks cool, but that's kind of it. Well, now we're getting Grimstone, which <laughs> is going to be up there for one of my favorite blocks. It, it might knock Lodestone out of the way. Andesite, bye. Oh. Yeah, it, it's a gorgeous block. I hope they don't tweak it much more. Yeah, I like how it's a little bit darker to where when you're down there, it's darker. You know what I mean? It's actually deep dark. It doesn't feel like a regular cave you're in. Yeah. Because when you're below the surface, every cave, you don't know what level you're on. But once you get to that level, you know it's, you know, you're deeper. Not necessarily deep dark. We don't know, you know, where those biomes are going to be. We can only speculate they'll be at the very bottom, you know, with the name Deep Dark. But yeah, it looks a lot darker. It looks a lot, I don't know, ominous down there from the pictures I've seen. But what I'm getting at is the fact that I wasn't excited for the cave update. The cave update is now giving me a block I extremely like. So I may not have been excited for archaeology. That doesn't mean it might not give me another thing. Like the, the pots that you can make, I'm mm -hmm. kind of excited for that depending on how they're done. I would really love to be able to put plants inside the pot and kind of make a tree or a bush out of it. Yeah. I, I kind of have an idea in my head on how you don't technically have to be able to put something in the pot to get it to work right. As long as the pot itself is the same height as a full block, Yep, we could do some really fun stuff with it. And so that's kind of what I'm excited to see. Yeah, as of right now, all we know is it's it's decorative. Right. You know, you use it for decoration. It's kind of like a, sh you know, not like a shrine, but like a, mm -hmm. I don't know, a special keepsake that you can mm -hmm. put on your wall. That's all we know. Which I am fine with. I love the idea of Mojang putting in decorative pieces now. There's a reason everyone uses custom heads in a lot of servers nowadays. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it having a little bit of function either. Even if it had like a... Yeah function that we already have like even if it would hold water like a cauldron i was just thinking the same thing yeah that that would be okay 
Yeah, I know Mojang doesn't like doing the feature across multiple items thing, mm-hmm. but getting it to hold water, that's kind of cool. Practical. I'd like it. You put water in those things, <laughs> usually. Exactly. Or plants. I'm, I'm for the plants. I'd like to see maybe the, the pot is specifically for two tall plants, whereas the flower pot is for one tall plants, the single plants. Mm. Or maybe they can actually be, you know, functional. Like you can actually grow sugarcane in those or you can grow wheat. Oh, that'd be so cool to be able to grow like a single sugarcane mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, like maybe they can be. So cool. That would give it a little bit of function. I don't know if it would be worth having for like a farm or whatever. No. Decoration or, I don't know. We do. There's a lot of redstone whizzes out there. I'm sure they'll figure something out. Yeah, I'm just thinking like the people like me who are they I love little tiny farms that don't produce a lot. Especially, you really saw that in my single player world with how I did things. Mm-hmm. So I'd love an idea like that. Yeah, we don't have much of a ending topic. We did have a lot of news. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, anything else on Grimstone or the new snapshot? Uh, other than it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks great. It's a great looking block. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, it was very hard for me not to try to build a house in the new snapshot just so I can play with Grimstone. Most people know I'm very much a, I wait till the release before I try to get into the snapshot. Very rarely do I open the snapshot. I think I did 116 just so I could hear the nether sounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fighting to hold off. I really want to see Grimstone in, per, in person, but I want to wait for the release to get that full effect. Right. I haven't messed with it either. Uh, one thing on the notes that we didn't really bring up was that the strongholds are mostly encased in stone. Mm-hmm. That's a game changer right there. I really, really like that. Uh, a lot of times when you go to a stronghold, pretty much every time, it's all broken up. You know, you get half rooms everywhere because the caves generate through them. Not anymore. No more caves generating through the, the strongholds. It's just, it's all encased mm-hmm. and... uh Still a maze. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I could see where that would be a nice thing to have. Yeah, usually in the ocean, when it generates in the ocean, it's all encased. Yes. But throughout the caves, man, they're, I don't know, just have random mobs wandering in because it's there's a huge cave opened on the side of it. I do like that. We had that in uh, the Comic Craft world before you end up joining. The stronghold spawned in the ocean above ground. What? So yeah, it was it was pretty cool. We had we opened it up, mm-hmm. so you could see all the way around it and stuff. It, it was pretty cool. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does sound pretty cool. But I think that's gonna do it for today's show. Mm-hmm. Before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are supporting the show. Our milk level patrons are Omni, Chief Big Bear, Croc, Fragile Rock, Obeep, Stone Figure, the official CCL Vipress Tuna, and YDYT. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com. Tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord. We can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. 
This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be. The amazing music you hear in the intro and outro was created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found down in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. You should probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.